Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Raider Two Guns, Chuck, any concerns about slow starts for the Lady Raiders? Yeah, yeah, I think there are concerns about that. I mean, I think they're they're trying to, to fix that and trying to emphasize getting out and, you know, dominating early or dictating early or not, you know, um, you know, letting a, a team kind of come in and get, get, uh, get a good start off because you know, it's, it's going to bite you, uh, with, with not even, not even great teams, but even good teams or even, you know, average teams. So you can't just, just spot anybody, especially when you get to big 12 play, it's hard to come back from double digit deficits. It's just hard, mm-hmm. you know, so you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure it out and, and, uh, see if you can, you know, just get out and th- it was a little bit better last night, but then you're immediately down by nine. You know, it's like, well, that's not very good. Um, so you got to, I'll say this about Sam Houston. I mean, those girls, they played hard. I mean, they, they played hard until the very last second, like, <clears throat> like it was a one possession game, just because in normal circumstances, you know, you got a player that has chance to get a triple dope. Not the other team is going to let you do that, but there's going to be some opportunities. And I mean, they were still blocking out and fighting for the ball and crashing the boards and all those things um, <clears throat> at the, um, at the end of the game. It was funny, the Sam Houston uh, media information person, the uh, Minister of Information, she came over to us before the start of the game, before we were on the air, and was going to help with some pronunciations, which their their roster was extremely easy considering some of the other rosters that we've had. And then she made sure, she goes, and it it is Sam Houston, it's not Sam Houston State. (laughs) I was like, show me the state of Sam Houston <laughs> on a map, please. Their university name is Sta- Sam Houston State University. My I don't question, know why they're so embarrassed by it. My question still stands. Show what? me on a map the state of okay. Sam Houston. There is there is none. So maybe they should just drop the whole thing. The, so they ha- don't have a name anymore. Just drop we are the, the state, nameless school. Drop the whole state thing out of their university name then, too. I don't know. It's just, it was just funny to me that she came over. It was like, that's the one thing you're concerned about? You, that's what you're worried about is not being called Sam Houston State. But I just don't understand why the university athletic department aren't sympatico. Right. Same, same, if they're same state, page. They're state. If they're not, they're not. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. All right. A little football news from yesterday. I mean, he was already in the, in the portal, but Tyler Shuck is going to go to louisville to for his next team yeah it's so it's rather interesting um you you, you see the article on espn and it, and it feels like you know it's it's written up as hey this is a big deal this is a guy who's you know was the mvp of the the bowl game over an scc team last year and written up as as such and he started at Oregon and he started at Tech and he won nine out of his thirteen games at Tech and 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 I guess if you're like a just a somebody on the outside that's sure. not really mm-hmm. focusing in on the Red Raiders, you're like, Oh man, that's a tough loss. Looks for like a loss, what a, yeah. What a what a great gift for Louisville, an experienced quarterback who is 
going to be playing his seventh year of college football. And like, but then it's, I don't know. It's, <clears throat> it's kind of like, um, I can't remember. What, what, what was the record when they fired Coach Wells? Wasn't it, weren't we above 500? Yes, we, we were some, above 500. Took some criticism. Five right? and four? Five, five and three, it seems like. Maybe, maybe it was five and four. I don't know, whatever. And we took tech took some criticism from national folks, and you're like, you have no idea what's going on here. Right. You have none, none, mm-hmm. zero ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so if I kind of felt the same way about this one, where it's written like, oh, that's a that's a big blow for Tech, and that's huge for Louisville. And meanwhile, every Red Raider fan is like, not. I'm not saying that everybody has animosity towards Tyler or anything like that, but every Red Raider fan was like, okay, totally understand. It seemed like you know it would be better off for him to go somewhere else. Sure. You know we appreciate what he did here, but you know it's probably better that he go somewhere else. Kind of a feel, and it doesn't feel like for all of us like this is a major loss. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I think you see that you read the article and you're like, oh man, they kind of make this out to be a big loss for Texas Tech. Yeah, so, it's on the front page of their website. You know, yeah. Shuck leaves Tech for Louisville. You know, and- yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. It, it, it's just it's just odd, and and he's a solid quarterback and mm-hmm. might have a, a good good run there at, uh, at Louisville for his seventh year of college football. So, uh, so I mean, I wish him nothing but luck. Sure, no, no, no question. But I mean, it's you're you're right. It's like, okay, hey, it was not going to happen here, so it is what it is, and we've all moved on, and there's but but nothing I, to see. But I am telling you, I. I we we talked about the, you know, if you had your ch- chance to pick any player in the portal as far as what position group or whatever, if you had a chance to pick two or three, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do not want to go into next season with and such an inexperienced quarterback as your backup. I mean, we've dealt with too many quarterback injuries that have, I mean, just completely derailed a good season. So I, I'm I hope that Coach McGuire and and company feel like that a backup, a veteran backup, is something that we could. Whether that's you know somebody coming from another Power Five or whether that's somebody coming from a, uh, you know, a group of five that feels we feel like is a quality quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I just think you need some experience behind Baron Morton. Right, it's because history tells you that that's just not gonna not gonna go well. Uh, yeah. You were you were five and three, yeah. in with the, when Wells was when Wells was fired because opened with a win over Stephen F. Austin, then Florida International lost to Texas, got killed by Texas, and then uh, beat West Virginia, lost to TCU, and then uh, beat Kansas, and then of course lost the K State game twenty five twenty four. You know that it's funny because a lot was made of your loss to Texas this year, which is is I mean it's fine, but that that year of that no, Wells was hard. Fine. <laughs> well, what I, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's fine. It's fair to, for the criticism, mm-hmm. but that that Texas score in 2021 was 70 to 35. That's less than 50. <laughs> That's a 35 point separation. I know, but you gave up yeah. 70. But doesn't make it I'm, any I'm, better. Yeah, I'm not sure what your point is here. <laughs> no, I just it was just. 
Okay, we, we it was really bad. And guess really what? Bad. Guess what happened to the coach? He got fired. He got fired. Yeah, he got fired. I'm not suggesting this one be fired, but right. I'm also not suggesting that Red Raider fans shouldn't be pretty angry. Yeah, right. No. Yeah. That's over that game. Yeah. Uh, somebody says this about Shuck. He can get roses again on Senior Day. It's great. <laughs> Another football. Have at it. Have at it. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. With uh, Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. All right, uh, a couple things from from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. So is Coach McGuire still officiating Tyler Shuck's wedding? I wondered about that too. Don't know. And on all the players leaving in the portal, do you all think it was the players' decision to leave or the coaches? That's a good question. Are we talking football? Yeah. I I assume that there's a little bit of of both yeah. and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you, I would expect that to be that way for every program on every campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, absolutely. Because of people that you're bringing in and you might just say, hey, he, you he guys has- haven't developed, you have not developed how we thought you were going to develop and we don't have room for you. I don't know if it's as much as, a, as like a cutting them or is saying hey you're there's really you're not going to see the field here mm-hmm. you know we think it would be a lot better for you so you kind of coerce them to to leave but you're really telling them you, you, there's not a spot for you to play here. yeah we don't have a desk for you <laughs> <laughs> i wonder how that goes i mean seriously i wonder how that i wonder how that <clears throat> i wonder how that goes because you you know i mean with some people it's easy right because they might be a cancer in the locker room. They might just be a negative Nancy. And they might just be one of these guys that's just like, hey, he's 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 not the best dude. And he's not good for our locker room. And he's not performing. So we're, we're just going to off with his head, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's other guys that, you know, the players in the locker room respect. And they like. And, you know, they admire for his or her tenacity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so you have to be careful on how you de-recruit them because you don't want to lose the locker room going, well, what? What was he doing? And Johnny was, he wasn't bothering anybody. You know, he he gets his lunch, you know. he When he's out there in the field, he works his tail off. He doesn't complain, you know, all the kind, you know, brings donuts every once in a while to the, to the O-line room, you know, that, that kind of guy. <laughs> so, I mean, you have to be careful when you cut, when you, House now we know why like Chuck brings donuts to the office. <laughs> I don't want to get caught. He's going to get fired. Sure, I'm going to get get caught. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I think there's a lot of different reasons mm-hmm. that that guys enter the portal, but I do think sometimes they're um, coerced to do so from the coaches, and other sure. times I think it's encouraged and just on their own. Yeah, yeah, encouraged. It would be better for you to play at Stephen F. Austin. You'll find they have an English department there. You can get. A degree down there will help you. I know the head coach there. I'll call him. He'll be calling you. <laughs> okay, it's okay. All right, you have a safe spot to land and parachute you out of here. And then you bring in the next guy. Okay, bring in the next guy. Uh, this is from South Texas Ambassador Preston. I disagree with Jamie on bringing in the backup quarterback. I think you keep grooming strong. I remind everyone. Besides the turnovers, he looked pretty sharp. I, I mean, I didn't say stop grooming him. Yeah. I, I I agree with you. I mean, man, it, you it because of your history and what you've seen, the history tells you you're going to use two quarterbacks at least, maybe and, most likely three. 
And I also saw good things from Strong to think that he could be a good college quarterback in the future. Mm-hmm. And I know the only way to get experience is to get out there on the field. I just, um, I just would rather that come in some, you know, for him next season. Yeah. Whether rather that come in some mop up time or whatever, rather than, hey, there's a two game stretch where we need you to go win games for us. Yeah. Uh, a couple of guys that Texas Tech is obviously really, really happy about um, are a couple of walk-ons that now are uh, on scholarship. They announced this yesterday. Uh, if you'd had, if you'd asked me about one of these guys, I would have said, "Well, he's on scholarship, right?" Um, so wide receiver Jordan Brown and uh, place kicker Gino Garcia uh, both were put on scholarship last night by. Um, Coach Joey McGuire, this is before Texas Tech's first official bowl practice. Um, Brown this year, 22 catches, 256 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and uh, and then Gino Garcia, he had uh, quite a bit of success uh, this year. He was 14 of 19 field goal attempts, made all 36 of his point afters. And um, he was 9 of 10 on field goal attempts during Big 12 play alone. And, of course, had the game winner at Kansas which was uh, from 30 yards out. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you'd asked me about them, I, I would have think I would have said, well, Brown's on scholarship. But, you know, it just goes to show you that um, guys can improve and that you're allowed to get better and, and sometimes take a risk on yourself and come in as a walk-on and get rewarded with a scholarship. Yeah, yeah, and, and that may have been something that they kind of thought was a good chance that that could happen yeah. after a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you absolutely love a guy that, uh, that kind of has confidence in himself and said, Hey, this is where I really want to go. It may not be the perfect situation right now, but mm-hmm. I believe, you know, with hard work, I can, you know, get that bump, whatever it is, you know, and, and obviously he earned it. Yeah. So, uh, so good for, uh, good for both those guys. And I'm sure that, uh, created a little energy before practice, especially for those two guys. Probably couldn't wait to call their parents and go, hey, guess what? You don't yeah. have to pay my bill next next month. I think it's a genius move by college coaches. That I think it gets done this time of the year a bunch to just mm-hmm. try to fire up the troops and give sure. them some positive vibes sure. and into bowl practices and sure. all that. All, all, those, all those things. All those things. Uh, at any rate, so there you go. 6.38 this morning here on the morning drive. A little bit of, little bit of football news. I, And then I, the other thing that I'm curious about is um, – there's now like 1500 guys in the in the transfer portal. I wonder I wonder who else is lurking out there that's thinking about it and maybe maybe those that are in at least from Texas Tech are in. Uh unless there's some dissatisfaction maybe with how the bowl practices are going or or what the what the future is or cuz you have to you have to assume at this point in time to a degree that a lot of conversations have been had and so there are those players that understand they're on firm ground and maybe there's some players that feel a little bit at risk, but it's like, well, what I know here is better than what I think might be out there for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So do you think that, do you think that uh, at this point in time, you're done with kids going into the transfer portal, at least from, a, from a tech standpoint? I would guess so. Yeah. I would guess so, but I wouldn't be shocked if somebody after, the bowl game mm-hmm. changed their mind. Yeah, or maybe maybe the coaches just hadn't gotten to little Johnny over there. Hey, who thinks he's safe? And all of a sudden it's like, hey, uh, can we see you for a second? 
Those are those are never good words. Do you have a moment? <laughs> Especially if somebody's like never talked to you before. It's like, oh, this this probably can't be good. This probably can't be good. So no, we'll see. We'll see what uh what happens. I'm curious to see who they might get in the portal, what kind of position group they're really after. If it's offensive line or quarterback. Oh, it's got to be offensive line. Got to be. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jeff McGuire and Jamie Lynn. I'm Chuck Hines. We'll have Texas Tech basketball on the air for you. Right, we have a smart, smart audience uh, that's that's highly researched. Somebody off the Yates Flooring Center chat line alerts us to this, which I should have known this. I should have looked this up. Uh, with regard to Omaha, played them in 2021. Okay. So I went back and, and looked at the uh, box score from that night. Played them on November 23rd, 2021. Okay. Frankie Fiddler, who will be in tonight's game, had seven points for him. He was 0 for 3, 3 of 8 from the free throw line. Went 2 of 6. Okay. So that's the that's the one big name that kind of stand, stands out tonight. I'm, I'm now curious to see how Frankie Fiddler does tonight. That's a... I'm sure people have whistled Fiddler on the roof to him more than once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? I would guess so. <laughs> I would imagine he's probably whistled it a couple of times himself, too. Sure, sure. Especially yeah. after getting that NIL check. Yeah. yeah. If, if I were I, a rich man. Right, if I yeah. were a rich man. Well, Hex and Level will only be able to say <laughs> Fiddler on the floor and not Fiddler on the ah, roof. Ah, I like that. Okay, so... Uh, Chuck, didn't you do a, a Red Raider basketball game with Mark? There were like there were the the play by play guys for the other team couldn't make it in, and they asked you guys to do it. Am I remembering that correctly? I, I did. I did a Troy basketball game. Troy, but that that was Billy Gillespie's first game. I did it for Troy, and Mark did it for the Red Raiders because um, the guys were in football. But that was. That was a long time ago. I thought this ago. was a couple, of, like maybe three years ago or so. That we you might, would, we you, might have done a men's game together. Yeah, you, we, you guys did a men's game, mm-hmm. but you did the opposing call. No, no, that's Mark. And you, Mark were, and you were pumped because you got to announce the Red Raiders because you always do the opposing team. Oh <laughs> man, you got a better memory than I do. You got a, you got a better memory than I do. Uh, let's see. Uh, T.J. Shannon had uh, eighteen points in that game. Mm, that's 15 yeah. less than he had last night. Yeah, Adonis Arms had 10 points in that game. Um, Daniel Bacho had six points in that game. Uh, let's see here. I'm just looking to see if there's anybody else that is still playing. That's about it. Yeah. What did he have last night? What did Shannon have last night? 33. 33. Mm-hmm. And you could use him, couldn't you? Uh, you could use a guy who can fill it up like that. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. If Tech is winning tonight uh, by a high score of at least 20, I would say work on their weak shots in the outer rim to improve their game and defense. How do you feel about that? Work on their weak shots? Weak, Yeah, weak shots in the outer rim to improve their game and defense. Okay. Well, they were perceived rim like the three point line. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I'm just reading the text line. <laughs> That's the strangest way to say the three point yeah, line. It is the outer rim. How about this? Um, uh, well, that's fine. If you're, I, I, I think it's going to end up being a pretty decent three point shooting team. I really do. I just think they 
have to get down the concept that Coach McCaslin has talked a, a lot about, mm-hmm. about, you know, going inside out and not just not taking bad ones. Yeah. Uh, how about this from the Ace Flooring Center chat line? Uh, we talked about Lindenwood. I'm like, who's Lindenwood? Um, well, we got uh, somebody here off the Ace Flooring Center chat line whose son went to Lindenwood and played golf there. Mm, how about that's that? That's cool. That is pretty cool. That's yeah. awesome. That is pretty cool. So, so good for it's in St. Charles, Missouri, apparently. Okay. Just in case you were trying to get out your Google Maps and figure that out. Well, you should have known that then, Chuck. Well, yeah, it's on Home the, state kind of stuff. It's on the it's on the eastern side of Missouri. It's, mm. it's on the St. Louis side of Missouri. So I'm sure they say Missouri down there. Uh, play, his son played golf at their NAIA branch in Belleville, Illinois. Lindenwood is in St. Charles, Missouri. So my guess is Lindenwood's probably right across the river or something like that. Um, somebody just also brings up, uh, did you all see the stat line from Shannon last night? Is he a ball hog? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I, I just saw in the crawl that he had 33. Yeah, 33. Yeah, I don't know if he's a ball hog or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he is either. I wonder if he's... Um, Improved his outside game to just be a little bit more complete. Yeah, but he was a guy who definitely could slash and get to the rim a bunch. Mm-hmm. He just, I just remember his last year here where it looked like he was trying to show the NBA scouts that well I can shoot the three too, and was taking the three too much and really not attacking the rim. Didn't help us a whole lot either. No, I, well, it just you, just like all of us in life, Chuck, you got to figure out what you do well and focus on that, and you know try to stay away from your the stuff you don't do well mm-hmm. instead it looked like shannon was focusing on the other yeah uh raiders dad says this chuck seemed to follow the quote outer rim probably a moronic kansas thing like flat flat bases or hodel <laughs> <laughs> okay. maybe. maybe that sounds like a hiking trail to me the outer rim at some yeah, part right it yeah. sounds like something you'd probably probably I just, enjoy I just did the South Rim this past weekend, so. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, like, is, was, is there an outer rim, or is it just the not same? Not at that particular park. It's just I'm the, sure there is in some. Yeah, just the, the, south, yeah. the south Rim. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we'll have uh, Tech Basketball on the air for you tonight at 6, the tip at uh, at 7 o'clock tonight from United Supermarkets Arena here on Double T 97.3. High School Fan Zone tonight on 100.7 The Score. We'll have coaches from uh, Friendship. Cooper and Liberty uh, in to visit uh, tonight with uh, Garrett Luft, who is not pursuing his doctorate. I uh, I asked him about that when uh, oh, here during football season if he was going to pursue his doctorate, and he said he said no. I was a little disappointed in him for that that because Doctor Luft sounds so official. Mm. You well, know. he just seems like a doctor. Yeah, right. He does. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's the he's the he is the maturest like thirty something year old you'll ever meet. I mean, like he was. I think he was born an adult. Oh, really? I think he was born an adult. Yeah. Okay. Cowboy crosstalk tonight at seven as well on one hundred point seven. The score. A couple of other guys have entered the transfer portal for uh, Texas Tech. A punter that you've probably never heard of, Brooke Honore. Um, he is uh, from Manville. He's spent the last couple of years as a walk-on. You're going to need a punter because Austin McNamara sure. is done. Seems like an odd time for him to transfer right. out. M- but maybe he was encouraged. Maybe so. Maybe he was like, 
hey, this is just not going to work out for you. Uh, wide receiver Tyler King is out as well. Okay, so he is leaving. And defensive back Nate Floyd, uh, who was a 2020 signee, he is out too, along with offensive guard Seth Martin. So that's um, that's in addition to the other names that you already know about. Your so. daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. All right, Chuck, Jeff, and our fine listening audience. Have you ever had your boss come into the office and say, hey, moving forward, I think we should whatever. It's a trap. Sure. Yeah. I'm not answering this question. Okay. Yeah. So it seems, uh, seems hey. a dangerous question for Jeff and I to answer. Okay, I want you guys to put your Kirby Hocut hats on. Okay. <laughs> this one is wide open. All right. And you're coming into Joey McGuire's office. Mm-hmm. And you're telling Joey McGuire, this is, again, wide open. Hey, moving forward, mm-hmm. I think we should fill in the blank. This can even be something that Joey McGuire's already said. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be something that you're like breaking news, but mm-hmm. you may want to agree with what coach is saying. Hey, we're going to do this in the future. But if you were Kirby Hoka, what would you be telling Joey McGuire? Hey, in the future, we need to be doing this. In the future. Well, I, the thing that the thing that just drives me nuts more than anything else is just how much we use the book of analytics and not much the book of gut. And I think I would say, hey, moving forward, if we're inside the 35-yard line, unless it's fourth and one, I don't want us going for it. I want us punting the football and playing field position football. Because I think that's the one thing, that's the one thing that I feel like that I just... I'm sitting in my seat or I'm sitting at home watching or listening or whatever. I'm going, no, no, now is, now is not a good time to put yourself, you put your defense in a bad spot. Jeff? What's hard about this is that I really do feel like there's a lot being done right with the tech football program, even off of a terrible year. Because I do think you're using the high school recruiting to build your foundation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and get this team better and get these guys experience in the program and improving in that way that it's not just patchwork for the uh, transfer portal and, and NIL money to bring guys in trying to, to make something work. But I don't want to say don't fill in holes with the transfer portal because you're going to have holes because of the transfer portal. And eventually, hopefully, because guys are going early to the NFL. I don't want to just say from now on, we're just going to win. Because that's not realistic. <laughs> right? right? Um, I, I, from I, now on, I think we should win more. I think yeah. we should just win more. Win more like, games. Like, <laughs> gee, Score more points. Gee, thanks, boss. You know, yeah. like, I also don't want to put handcuffs on an offense or a defensive coordinator. Because things could change like they did this year. You were expecting to be a passing team this year and you weren't very good at it, but Taj was able to successfully run the ball almost every time you handed in the football. 
So you make him a run first team. So I don't want to like limit what your opportunities are on the field if that's what you're good at. I think the one thing, and this would disappoint me a little and probably Chuck a lot, from this point forward, we're going to calm down during uh, non uh, the non-season. Off-season? Uh, off-season, thank you. We are going to keep a lower profile. We're gonna still going to go recruit. We're still going to go do all the meetings that we go meet and shaking hands and kissing babies. But maybe dial back the boisterousness. Tap the brakes a little bit. And, yeah, that's a good point. But I also don't want that to affect if you really do think this team's going to go 13 and 0 it's time to start bragging about going 13 and 0 but be aware that you could have a season like this afterwards okay um and i'm going to actually go something with something that i think coach mcguire has touched on before uh if i were kirby hoka i would be saying hey i think we moving forward i think we need to do a better job of identifying offensively what we do well and not allowing the other team to dictate that we don't do that. AKA, if you're running the ball well and they're putting extra guys in the box, don't that doesn't mean you have to throw the football. You, it felt like at times this year we even though we knew we could run, we were a good running team. We said, oh, well, they're giving us the pass. Well, we got to take the pass. No, if you're good at running the football, run the football. I felt like it took us too long this year to figure out that our strength was running the football. Yeah, and he he has said that one of the things they want to do a better job of in fall camp is identifying who they are offensively. Okay, so like when I said, before I said that, Joey McGuire has talked about this already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay, so... I know that Coach McGuire has talked about that. I think that's something that was a a bit of a misstep this year. Just kind of being, you know, figuring out who you are, kind of owning that and saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. And teams know that we're going to do that, and we don't care, okay? I, I'm not saying that you you consistently bang your head up against a wall, but you're saying, hey, they know we're a good running team, and we're going to run it. Okay, I mean that's that's just what we do. We we're not going to run away from what we do well. I feel like that was that was a, a misstep this year. Hard to argue. Yeah, there are other Very things that there are other things that I think are no brainers that I one hundred percent think that Coach McGuire would agree to or agree with or has already said to his staff or whatever. Like for example, hey, we really need to focus on. <clears throat> being better along the offensive line and we need to focus on finding edge rushers that can get to the quarterback. I mean, those are two areas that I think we, we drastically need to improve on if we're going to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't think I'm breaking the news there. I, I would assume that th- those are areas that they're really looking for. For example, in the portal be though. Yeah. Right. I just don't imagine that Kirby would have to go tell him that. Yeah, no, I agree. Right, and that's completely like, agree. That's the other side of yeah, that. Like, yeah, completely I'm trying agree. to figure out what Kirby yeah. would need to go have that conversation about. Hey, how many times has your boss come to you and say, hey, let, moving forward, let's do this? And you're like, yeah, we're already doing I, that. I'm not answering yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, well, 
Or you My feel boss like... has never asked me to do something we were already doing before. <clears throat> 7.39 this morning here on the morning drive. Washed Up Guy says, to be specific, when you talk about using your gut feeling, you're really talking about using your experience to make decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. So, uh, before I get to this next subject, I do have a, a quick ranger question for you. What, what do you think what do you think the expectation is going to be for the Ranger fans this next year? Um, <clears throat> I would guess win the division, uh, go at least a couple of rounds deep in the playoffs. Okay, and do you, do you think that's um, based on what you based on what you know today? Is that a realistic expectation? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it kind of sounds like they're they're gearing up to make um, at least a as viable a defense of their uh, World Series title as they can. They shouldn't have to change too much, but you're trying to improve your bullpen where we knew that was your biggest weakness. Mm-hmm. That's a, looks like that'll be a, a focus for this team. Yeah, and and so I guess, because there's a, there's a certain aspect of, if you're just, and fan, none of us as fans are reasonable. I mean, fan is short for fanatic. But there's there's got to be some kind of reason of, hey, you captured some lightning in the bottle there during the playoffs. Um, because obviously you you had a chance to you had a chance to win the division outright and didn't do it, and then had to go to Tampa and had to go to Baltimore and and then you know playing playing the Astros and not having home field and all that kind of all that kind of stuff. I mean, you it all clicked for you, right? Mm-hmm. It all clicked for you at the exact right time. So sure, you know when you when you reasonably look at it, yeah, you know, making the playoffs and and uh, maybe a, a run at the division, um, but it depends on on what else you know. Yeah, trends-wise. I mean, if you're if you're being reasonable, you're not sitting around going, "Oh, we won the World Series last year, so we should win it next year." Yeah, it's a very difficult thing to do. It's also mm-hmm. there's also some luck involved, and like you said, you you know you kind of hit your stride at the right time. Sure, and caught lightning in a bottle there. Do, do I feel like the Rangers were the best team? Uh, in the American League or in all of baseball last year, probably not because of the way their bullpen struggled, mm-hmm. um, but their bullpen was good in the postseason, and that was a major reason why you were able to win. Um, so if that's the you come back with a lot of those same pieces, I feel like you have to feel like, hey, we got a chance here to do something great and do it again. But again, are you going to stay healthy? All, all the above, and and actually, you didn't stay healthy last year. I mean, you lost your ace. Sure. And still were able to find a way, but mm-hmm. but what did you do? You went and traded for two aces, yeah, right. <laughs> and then lost one of them late yeah. in the season. Yeah, right. Had to come right. back. Yeah, and came third back baseman. Po- yeah. You lost him for a good chunk mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah, like so. There's reasons to believe you could be even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean you're still going to win. No, Over, and I mean, the, your expectations are. I would put very fair of the go a couple rounds deep in the playoffs compete for the division title, win the division title, all those expecting a world series championship. It very, very, very few teams in the history of baseball can expect it. Yeah. It's on a year to year out basis. Again, it's, it's clicking at the right time and it's staying healthy and all those things that, and having just a little bit of luck, your go, go your way too. that. The other team isn't just saying, no, no today you don't get to hit the baseball, which can happen in the playoffs. I will also say though, 
that this is not a situation where you should expect them to lose. You, They have got a lot of these guys under contract that were very, very good for you and have continued to be good for you even before last year, sure. especially on the offense. That mm-hmm. offense isn't going anywhere. And it should actually take a little step forward because you've called a guy up who's now going to be with you all year next year. Who was really important. Who was really important in the playoffs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you've got a bunch of guys in your starting rotation that you will be getting back and a bunch of guys in your starting rotation that will continue to be in your starting rotation that you didn't start with. And, oh, by the way, weren't you like the second hottest team at the start of the season last year behind Tampa Bay? Mm -hmm. There's so much to look forward to with the Rangers right now that – if you're thinking your team can win the World Series, you're not wrong. It's not just because they did it last year. They're a really, really good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're, but if you're just hopping into this baseball thing because the Rangers won it, don't expect it every year. Right. It's not that easy. <laughs> no. No. Just because... like some Red Raider fans kind of felt like they, oh, well, we go to Omaha every single year. Yeah. That's what we do. Well, we do, Jamie. Yeah. Well, it's, it's <laughs> difficult. You know, and... Correct me if I'm wrong here, but the the last team to to repeat as a champion were the '98, were the '99 Yankees. The '98 Yankees won, and then the 2000 Yankees won as well. So they went back to back to back. That's the last time that somebody has repeated as a champion. In just baseball. means we're due. That's all. Yeah, no, no. It just it just speaks to what Jamie just said of how how hard it is to to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's the same thing in the Super Bowl. I mean, you've not had back to back. Super Bowl champions for quite some time. Here's the thing, though. The last time the Rangers went to the World Series, they went twice. Yeah, they went back-to-back. Yeah. 11 and 12. Sure did. 820 this morning here on the morning drive. All right. Uh, just a, this, is not, this is not big football news. I, I want to get this in, though. But Colin Klein is leaving Kansas State as the offensive coordinator. He's headed to Texas A&M. Mm, that's interesting. It is interesting, right. Because, I mean, he's been there forever. And he was the play caller. Um, so we're talking about a guy that was there as a player and as a quarterback coach and then as a play caller. Um, apparently he had uh, he was pursued by uh, Notre Dame and then also by, um, by Penn State, apparently turned, turned them down. So I, I guess he sees that as a, as a move up. Maybe he just needs a change of scenery or... Feels like maybe in order for him to become a head coach, maybe he's probably going to have to to leave and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But you would you would think that if at some point in time that Colin Klein will be the head coach of K State, we'll you see would, how it you, goes at A yeah, M. Yeah, but you that would probably be the, the. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a shocker by any yeah. stretch. No, you know, and and there were he he was uh, he he spent a little bit of time there. I think he spent time there as a player. Um, but you know, Gary Patterson was the same way. I mean, people thought for years that Gary Patterson was going to be the head coach at some point in time at K state. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after Bill Snyder left the first time. And I think they pursued him. He played at K state for a couple of years. He was a GA at K state. Uh, but that was, that was it. Um, but I, th- I think there was a, a time there after Bill Snyder left the first time that they pursued him and he opted to stay or it didn't come down exactly like maybe he wanted it and uh, they went in a different direction and that did not work out for him and then they went back to Bill Snyder and that worked out for him. Uh, Bill Snyder's always worked out for, for K-State. But anyway, I just thought that was, that was very interesting about um, 
Colin Klein leaving um, K State to go to Texas A and M, be a, be a part of that program. Mm-hmm. So, um, more about him leaving than about where he went. All right. So, and I, I want to ask you about this, and we'll continue this conversation just after eight thirty. But Charlie Baker, the NCAA president, proposed some rule changes yesterday that would allow Division One schools to pay players for the first time in ways that aren't tied to educational resources. Um, he's going to speak more on that publicly today. So if these schools, Division One schools, adopted these rules, they would then be allowed to enter into name, image, and likeness deals directly with their athletes. The new rules would also create a new subdivision of Division One schools that would be allowed to create its own set of rules for recruiting, transfers, roster size, and a wide range of other policies. To be part of that subdivision, each school would have to put millions of dollars each year into a trust fund for athletes. Um, there's Title IX implications in this as well, but man, it's it's more and more becoming professional sports for for colleges if something like this goes down. Yeah, if the university themselves is able to play the pay the athlete, as far as I'm concerned, it is. Yeah. This has been the Morning Drive podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.